Greetings. Howdy. To who? To the vagabonders out there. My people, for now. Uh, the people who have embraced the sport of long-term travel without the limitation of doing it in luxury. Uh, I'm feeling very inspired this morning. Today is February 25th, 2023. It's a Saturday. We got leg day, baby. But also, um, to get back on to why I'm feeling ex uh, feeling inspired, I woke up this morning and I guess I'll do a morning routine podcast just so that future Alex could know and maybe like I'm listening to this with the grandkids or something if they ever exist. What my what my morning was like in this point of time. Anyways, part of it is making breakfast and I used to listen to music and now I find myself listening to podcasts. And I'm starting to utilize podcasts more differently. Some for entertainment, but mostly for learning. I'm in a big learning phase right now. And so I decided what's on my mind travels on my mind. Always on my mind. And I love it. Anyways, I remember I was just like, who's a, what's a good travel podcast? Well, I listened to one that just got me so excited in San Diego right before I was going to come back to, to El Paso. And it inspired me to just go hang out at a hostel. And I met some fucking cool people there. And, uh... It was by Tim Ferriss with his guest star, Rolf Potts, who is the author of a beautiful book called Vagabonding. <clears throat> Anyways, they, they were talking, and God, it was so inspirational. And I need to go back to it. But I do remember them saying that this was the second time they did a podcast. So this morning I decided to go check out their first one. And oh my god, even though it was back in 2014, one, I'm inspired, I'm motivated, I'm getting resources still. Like I just, they've mentioned a couple things. And it's such a valuable podcast, at least to me. And yeah, just, just to point out the resource they gave, it's called Boots and All. Uh, they talk about how it's it's utilized to show that you don't need to be rich to go travel. Um, maybe put in like two months of work and you've saved enough up to go have the va vacation. Not vacation, the, the travel of your lifetime. Um, and, and then, this is a whole nother subject, but I'm going to jump on it. Maybe my mind will be able to digress all the way back to this thought on the podcast and everything. But here we go. I am barely realizing this morning after listening to that podcast. I did it. I fucking did it. I went on a two-year adventure in the Navy. And um, I saved money. And I had the time of my life. I had a gorgeous time in Chicago. I watched my first soccer game. Had like the original deep dish pizza from Luminati's. I met um lifelong friends. I went I went 
to Wisconsin, and I was on a boat with a nice little family unit, the Kincaids. Love you guys. Had an amazing time. I And I had time to relax. I was playing Xbox in my barracks room, uh, shooting the shit with a whole bunch of different people from all over the world. And at the same time, with just a little bit of tension towards my financials, because I was getting paid this entire time, I saved up money. And I saved up a, a decent chunk, although I think compared to friends who have like just the, the they graduated college while I was in the Navy and now they're working jobs. It's uh it's not that much money to them, most likely. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not too sure. But I'm comparing myself here, which is which is not a good thing to do. Anyways, I think I saved up a decent amount of money, at least for myself. I am gonna use the majority of it for an investment, a big investment, coming soon, I hope. Fingers crossed. Hopefully I could get that locked in before I head to Europe. But I did save, I still have a decent amount of money for this Europe trip, which I plan to use it on. And I thought to myself, Alex, you went, you traveled for two years. And then you come back home and now you get to use it on like <clears throat> a travel that you wanted to. Granted, the Navy sent me where they wanted to send me. But I still had an amazing time, and I was still traveling, and I loved it all. The ups, the downs, the good, the bad. There was one night I was coming back <clears throat> from... I was I, I loved hammocking on the, on the... In the harbor. On this place called San Luis in, in, on Naval Base Guam. It had such a beautiful sunset, like some of the best sunsets I've ever seen. I didn't feel as though I was on this earth. Anyways, I'd go there, get on my phone, or I'd read a book, get on my laptop. Uh, me and my friends would do that, and like we come back, and I don't know, or there's like a whole bunch of people rushing on the ship. They're like, "Oh, we're leaving." We're like, "Ah, oh, fuck! We're going out to sea for like a day to run some tests, and that's annoying." And then, <clears throat> and then I get a call from the people I work for, and they're like, hey, get get up here, it's at the top of the ship, uh, we're having a meeting, it's like, okay, this is weird, we don't have a meeting this late, it's like 7pm, and then we go, and the guy in charge of me, my chief, he was just like, um, listen, if you got a place to stay, you don't have to go on this thing, it's sort of pointless, and at least for us, we're not going to do any work, we're not running any tests, this part of the ship is not doing anything, so. Get out of here if you can. I was just like, okay, bet. But I didn't. I was living on the ship. I didn't have anywhere to stay. Long story short, it was very uncomfortable. And it was like getting super late. I'm getting tired. I'm packing up a bag for the night. And I had to pack my uniform. I had to pack my shaving kit. And at the time, I think I was like in such duress. I was like, this is fucking stupid. I hate this shit. And then me and my two other friends, it started raining me and my two other friends was like, let's get a cheap, cheap hotel. And we had just, like, a great time. It was a weekday. We had work early in the morning. No, not even early in the morning, actually. We had worked pretty late because the ship was going to come back from sea pretty late. So we just had a great time. And, ah, oh, travel brings that. And I was saving money this entire time. Just making sure that I'm not an idiot and blowing in on everything, which what helps a lot 
is material possessions. Like I don't, I don't buy too many souvenirs. Now, could that be to a fault? Most definitely. Harping back on the home base episode, uh, I said that I wanted my office to be like a museum of me and my travels and all my experiences. Well, I ain't going to really have much. But I would like to think that um, mentally I have like this grocery list in my head that's just like, hey, this was important to this pe- the people over here. And uh, it's significant. And this is something that I would have brought back just to represent that piece of the world. Um, that's the hopes. Anyways, uh, doing it financially uh, literate, traveling financially literately, uh, my English is dumb. Anyways, yeah, I did it. I come back to, to it all. I basically worked a seasonal job. And now I get to utilize the money I saved to not only buy like an investment that uh, that's going to hopefully participate in taking care of me financially for the rest of my life, but at the same time, um, give me a vacation this summer that I would, I only dreamed of. Europe has always been my number one destination. Now I am getting into the Middle East. The Islam religion is very interesting to me. I'm a person that fasts. Um, I've never just because I'm Catholic. I've always been closed-minded to to these other religions and stuff like that. And although I'm not saying I'm going to convert or anything, but the culture that religion brings is starting to become interesting. And so the Middle East might be calling my name. Maybe next it might be extremely dangerous. Who knows? Or that's another thing the podcast was talking about, is that media is always going to cover the bad stuff. That's a thousand percent true. Either one, I need to find a media source that that's completely unbiased, at least for travelers, vagabonders. But um, I recently saw this YouTube video about this British man, and he went to Al-Qaeda-controlled Iraq or Iran or something like that. Dude didn't die. Came back. Apparently they're nice to him. Great accommodations. I'm open to that. And if I die, I fucking die. It's over. Huh. Yeah. That's my thought process right now. And I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I was talking to my mom and a really close friend named Jacob. Let's just throw that out there, Jacob, you're in the podcast. Um... I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm redefining success uh, through and through. It gets pretty deep, and so far I've only sort of figured it out in my head. But I'm redefining success every inch of it. And the only person that should care about that definition of success is me. If other people can't see it, so be it. That's fine. I'm not even trying to justify it. It's just I know that's what makes me happy. And all of this around travel. I think I'm going to not go to college next year. You know, I feel confident that with this website and with this podcast, although I'm not saying I'm going to become a millionaire, but I have created I have created something. I've just created something that has the ability 
to financially assist me on whatever endeavors I, I would like to pursue. Now, would it be much to start? Probably not. How long will it take? Maybe years. But the idea is that if you don't quit, you can't fail. Now, if I keep doing this 10 years from now, and I'm doing it because it's what I love to do, and then shit, I'm winning. Even though if I, maybe I'm not financially winning, but sh I'm, I'm winning. Yeah, many revelations are going on my, in my head um, today, not just today, yesterday. And as I talk to people about it, I don't know if I'm trying to find justification. But I'm just saying, like, I guess it's reassurance. This is a rant. This is just me digging into a rabbit hole right now um yeah let's digress all the way back to the beginning of the podcast which i was talking about another podcast oh, i'm so glad it exists and i want to participate in this i want to be the next tim ferris to somebody uh tim ferris just like he reaches out to the people he admires He's just like, hey, what are your tools? What is your life like? I enjoy it. I would love to listen. And I have an audience that feels the same. So I'm here to be the conduit. And I would love to be that too. Because he's a 45-year-old man. He's had different experiences. I'm a 25-year-old man. Who's the next? His guest was Ralph Potts. His Ralph Potts, I believe, is the same age as Tim Ferriss or maybe slightly older. Who's my Ralph Potts? Who can I be Tim Ferriss to? Oh, yeah. The world keeps turning. New new audience members are born every day. Who knows? Maybe my, like, a very close friend of mine is yet to be born. Now, that's an idea that I'd like to to get into as well. Um, befriending old, uh, people outside of your age range. I Obviously, common... Common situations lead us to be attracted and befriend people our age naturally, whether it's not exactly like 25 years old, but like a range, an age range. But I've been finding such value and humility and different ideas, perspectives, which I enjoy through, through befriending older people. And... Younger people, I would, I talked to my cousin, he's younger than me, and I'm not trying to say I'm not extracting any value, what I do actually extract value, it's, it's just, it's a different kind of value that I, I find myself extracting from older friendships. Anyways, I, yeah, the whole, whole thought process right here is, I'd like to become friends with um, people outside of my age range. I hope to do that with these hosts in at Workaway in Europe. Uh, I'd like to have them for, just as like my friends, just as like, just like uh, the friends I have here at home, like Caesar, and um, my mom. I shit, if my mom wasn't my mom, she'd be a sick friend. Oh my god. Yeah, and she's sixty years old. I'm twenty five. That's she's double my age even more and uh, I appreciate our relationship and I, I, I seek more of that 
I see more of that. Befriending people outside of your age range. Befriending people outside of your age range that could possibly be sharing the same, the same uh, lifestyle as you. You know, what if there's a 45 year old? I don't know why my brain goes to 45. I, I don't know why. Maybe there's like a 55 year old, year old out there vagabonding, making billions. Has, doesn't have a family yet, but still doesn't see himself as like, a, oh yeah, I gotta settle down. Nah. This guy's just like, it'll come in due time. If it doesn't come, it doesn't come. Oh, that's a good friend. That's that's like the idol, actually, as well. Not only a friend, but somebody ex like to look up to. Um, a, a good friend, Carlos, the lawyer that I met recently, that I met through Caesar. I believe he's like around his 40s, something like that. And he's just like we were talking, he says, after like 30, like the age lines get blurred. It doesn't make any sense after that. And I, it hit me. It, it meant a lot. I was just like, you're correct. You know, I'm not saying don't lose respect for your elders, but don't be too extreme. Be open. Show what you're feeling. And maybe, and, and you could provide value. You can provide value. Um, typically, older folk have a harder time understanding the newer technology. Be that value to them. Bring them back to us. Not back, but actually forward with us. Um, yeah, you're not useless. And I'm talking to myself right here, but if, it, if this is connecting with anybody, hell yeah. Just imagine all that. Oh, God, what a great morning. What a great fucking morning. A couple other fun things. Okay, let's... Actually, you know what? I haven't done anything off of my talking points on my on my Apple Notes for a while. Um, have I talked about it? I don't know. But I would like to put this out here. No, I think I've talked about it on the podcast. About wealth. Wealth helps me become a master of all trades due to outsourcing in the current world we I live in. I said that off of the microphone while I was on a run. Um, that's where my head was. I, I'm pretty sure I talked about this. That was one of the talking points. I need to put that on my website, actually. On the About page, I have, at this current moment, um, I have like this idea of the four pillars of life health, wealth, love, and happiness. And I try to sort of describe them or... I don't know what I was doing right there. I just sort of... I was just trying to get my ideas on that website. And I want to put that under wealth. Uh, it helps me become a master of all trades without having to learn the skills. That's the ultimate tool. Imagine you have a tool that you give somebody who's like the expert carpenter in the world. Be like, hey, build me this piece of wood and it's mine in exchange you get this money boom you've mastered carpentry easy day and what did you do you learned how to acquire wealth it's a skill it's the modern day skill and it's actually a beautiful thing if you don't want to get into all the artificial 
like uh, cryptocurrency, artificial like economy. You know, like the dollar is not worth, it's not on the gold standard, all that. You know, which is actually really creepy and something to pay attention to. But the idea that you could just trade, trade something and get a service or a skill in return, it's beautiful. Yeah, that's a... Uh, I could go on today for probably 24 hours. But today is another leg day. I want to get some exercise in. Get the day going. The 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 deadline is drawing closer, so I'm going to really start focusing on on this website. And I'm just trying to get to a point where I could sit back in my chair and don't have the urge to edit anything. And keep in my head the perspective of I'm trying to teach a very close friend exactly what I'm trying to do because I think it's so beneficial. I think it's so valuable right now at this point in my life that that I do this, that I create this, that <clears throat> I do this for myself. And if I could portray that and slightly teach it, then I'm winning. I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. Even if it's not like a successful thing. I don't even need it to be a successful thing. I just need to do it. Put it out there in the world. For for the new audience. Maybe somebody who's who's three years old. It this this could change their life. Maybe like five years from now or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe an eight year old could fucking do this and and find himself with a good foundation on the internet and blast off, become a billionaire by 15. You know, this, these are all hypotheticals, but they're possibilities as well. <clears throat> so I'm focusing on that. That's what the day is going to consist of. I'm excited for the day. I love waking up early. It's a nice cloudy morning. So what does that mean? That means a song recommendation to go with the weather. What does... Huh... To go with the weather, hey? You know? It's it's an album. It's an entire album that I could recommend. But I feel like if I do this, I'm going to continue doing this podcast probably forever. Like, I'm going to die podcasting. My, my last, oh. The idea of, like, me podcasting for the last day before I die. That's sick. It's just like, alright, I'm signing off. I feel it in my bones. I'm going to die. Uh... Give one last song recommendation and then we're out. Mm, so I need to keep a lot of songs under that sleeve, you know, or in my pocket. Don't get rid of them all at once by just start suggesting entire albums. So we're going to go Good Newton. Mm, hmm. Yeah. We'll go Good News by Mac Miller. Love that song. All right. Kill the day. It's a Saturday. Make something of it. Be happy. Or be sad. Ah, it's a human experience. It's fucking awesome. Alright. Later. Talk to you tomorrow.